Hello and welcome to the Self-Assured and Savvy Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Zelenchek, and I'm so excited you're here. Each week, I'm going to share with you what's working and what's not working in discovering the power of self-leadership. My goal with each episode is for you to feel excited and empowered to navigate your life with less stress, more confidence, and a whole lot of grace. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I'm pumped to be here today. Um, I wanted to come in with like a fun, (laughs) fun, short and sweet episode. I feel like the last two episodes I've really gone pretty deep and they've been like, I think 40, 45 minutes long. Don't get me wrong. I love talking for that long, but um, yeah, they were deep. (laughs) They, They were a lot, even like for me in the types of podcasts that I listen to. I feel like I have different uh, podcast lengths for different activities. Like if I'm going to the gym, I will listen to an hour long podcast. But if I'm going on like an evening walk, I want like a, like a powerful, like quick inspirational episode that's like maybe 10 to 20 minutes long, you know? <laughs> Anyone else? No? Just me? <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, for today's episode, ditch work, go play. Let's unpack this a little bit. I um, had a supervisor who worked for me or yeah, worked for me, but we're still friends. Like he's actually like best friends with my boyfriend, but he has a great sense of humor, cracks like the best jokes and is just all around good people. But we had this like running joke for a while or all the time where when work would become really busy, like really busy and we're like in the shits, in the wheeze, dealing with 10 different things happening at once, we would just look at each other and be like, hmm, should we just ditch and like go to the park and play yeah let's go to the park and play like we never would (laughs) but the thought of just being like yeah let's leave let's just go to the park was a lovely thought but I want to I want to unpack this a bit and talk about how you can do it responsibly instead of just walking out of your job (laughs) so and the other reason why I want to talk about this I am currently reading a book called The Elevation Approach by Tina Wells it's a book about creating work-life harmony. Um, I'm really, really into this book. It's, I just like finished a chapter about recreation. Like she has different like phases and she's in like the recreation phase where she's like the recreation phase is like the phase where you, you're, you're not doing, you're not strategizing, you're not creating habits. You're just flowing. You're just letting things be essentially. And she talks about like, I don't know, the different types of recreation, but there was a point that she brought up, um, where it was like, when we were kids, we would go out and play so freaking much. Like I, I, that's all I remember about my childhood is like, I was the type of kid where I was friends with every kid on my street on Cooper Crescent, like shout out to my OG homeboys over there. Don't know where they are now, but (laughs) we were sure like ride or dies when we were like 10 and under. (laughs) Um... But I remember like, it was like, I would go like knock on people's doors and be like, hey, do your kids want to come out and play? And then like, would collect like 10 kids and we'd be all at the park playing like grounders or something like that. That's what I remember from my childhood. Um, And there was just like, I mean, I know as a child to an adult, like, obviously, vastly different circumstance. But just that like, we stopped playing. Like the older I got, the like, the narrative was like, you have to work hard and go to school and get a job and rah, like that was it. Like there was no fun to it. Um, and I think like, especially like personally speaking, like growing, like growing up and like growing into an adult and 
doing this thing called life as an adult. <laughs> I'm really just an unsupervised child most days. But like, you, you, like, you forget how important play is. And then the moments where you do and like the moments where you have like something really spontaneous that you do, like say you do go to a park and you just go on a swing or something like that. And you're like, oh, this is fun. Like they're not a care in the world or whatnot. Like it is important to play. It is important to introduce, like not introduce, but to maintain this level of recreation for your own sanity, literally. Like the, the fun part about play, like I keep saying play, but like the recreation side of things. And I'll talk about Tina's, like the four categories that she broke it down to, which I think are, they're pretty simple and straightforward, but they kind of paint a clear picture and like what each of those mean. Because when you're in this, like trying to achieve work-life balance, like I don't really believe in balance. I believe in things being in harmony, but I'm just going to say balance to, because that's the like it term right now. But in order to like, it, or if you're craving to have a better work-life balance and like you're not taking time out for yourself and not taking time out to actually enjoy, be in the moment, like be present, having fun, like belly laughing. Like these things are actually so good for you. So good for your, your mental health, your state. And there, there's different lengths to this like recreation time that you can take that like they can be a short five minute break or they can be a like extended period of time. Anyways, as for me, like in this being a kid who would knock on my neighbor's doors to ask if they had kids to play to being like a 20, I'm going to say, how old am I? I'm 30. So when I was 27, because there's a point in my life where I really started to implement play into my life. <laughs> and it kind of coincides with the pandemic, oddly enough, anyways. Um, but in that period from when I was a kid to the age of 27, I under like, yeah, I would go out and play and I would do things spontaneous and I would have breaks or like take vacations. Actually, I don't really recall me ever taking a proper vacation. Like definitely when I was in my early twenties to like mid twenties, I would like spend weekends away, but like I truly worked like three, three jobs at a time. And it was always like in between of like, okay, I'm going to be off at Friday. I'll leave Friday night and go to the lake so I can be there all day Saturday and leave Saturday night so I can be at work on Sunday. Like that wasn't like, it was still great. Um, but I definitely like, I didn't understand what it meant to take a vacation when I was like in my early to mid twenties. Um, I mean, I did go traveling for a year and a half, but even in that year and a half, I was still working. Like I went and lived in Australia and I worked the majority of the time when I was in Australia so that I could supplement me living there. <laughs> like I just worked to go travel. Like I th think that's kind of different. And I guess I'll talk about how that fits into like the four categories <laughs> lined in the book. Um, but when I really, like if I was to like look back at the past few years of my life and like kind of see, cause for me, like I know I've talked about it before. Like I have a, I can outwork a lot of people. Like I have a strong work ethic. I am not afraid to work, get my hands dirty, you know, like get shit done. I'm not afraid of that. Um, and I think that has served me really well. Like in it's, it's taken me places. It's made, allowed me to foster great relationships, build great teams. Like it's, it has been beneficial in my life, but when uh, like the pandemic happened and everything shut down, ironically, at the same time before this all kicked off, 
I was looking at adopting a dog. And like, and I was taking this like pretty seriously to the point where I like filled out an application and like, then I had met my now Oliver like a few times and was like, I love this puppy. I need him in my life. Um, it all was like in February of 2020. Um, so he wasn't intended to be a pandemic dog in any way. He just ended up being our pandemic dog. Um, and truly like I got him or Alex and I, we picked him up on like March 16th or something like that. And March 18th was like the day, like at least for where I live, where everything shut down. And so it was, it was weird. So then I, I had this brand new, well, he wasn't a puppy. He was about like seven months old. I'm looking at a picture of him as a puppy. And I think he was like, yeah, seven months old. Um, and so it was great because like I was taking a lot, like I was still working, but I had a lot of time off. So I was able to just hang out with him and there was literally nothing else to do. So like all Alex and I would do and we would like see each other on our weekly like COVID dates, <laughs> weird to think about, but uh, we would take like Oliver for a walk, you know, and we were just like, okay, we would play with Oliver. And like, I remember my mom, like I was living with my mom at the time. She has this like run out behind her apartment that like no one goes to well at least beforehand no one goes to every time I go to it now it always feels like there's people there it was like a secret spot now it's not <laughs> anyways but I had this like run like where I could just let Oliver be off the leash like do training we could play fetch we could play tug there was lots of sense around him like that just like he just was like in his zone but like I was just like living life like having fun with him and I remember like probably a few months or to a year after having Oliver, um, I was like writing blogs for the hotel and I was, I came up with this like thing of like, I can't remember if it was like five things to do with your dog in Saskatoon or something like that, like dog friendly activities um, and going through it. Like I, it was really fun trying to find all these things. But when I like kind of reflected back on like, I, I'm a, I love to reflect back and like look back at like the past year and be like, huh, what did I learn? What did that teach me? Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and I remember when I was writing this blog post and I was looking back and I'm like, what has like having a dog taught me? And it's like to play, to be in the moment, like still now, like Oliver does this with us all the time where we let him out. Like say we just let him out in the morning or let him out in the afternoon and he'll go and he'll do his thing. He'll pee, he'll poop. He'll kind of like walk over, but then he'll fully like bow to us and be like, let's fucking go, let's play. And like, and he gets so bloody playful and it's so fun. Um, and he's so crazy, but it, it's, it's good. But at that time when I was writing that blog post, I remember being like, my dog is teaching me how to play. It's teaching me how to be present and to enjoy the moment, to have fun. Like, I think that's really, really cool. And so from that point on, I started infusing pockets of joy into my life. I'm like, okay, hey, if I can do it with my dog, what else can I do it with? Like, um, is there, can I make it taking breaks at work more engaging and more fun? Or if I'm like, for me, like now I love to go on like hot girl walks all the time love them um but like they're they're actual fun for me where I'm like it's my time where I get to listen to a really good podcast and you know I love I love reporting on all the neighborhood cats and the neighborhood happenings but I love looking at the houses I love that we live by the river and I can go walk there and like when I bring Alex on the hot girl walks we just talk like we talk about everything and it's great and like belly laughing funny jokes are being cracked like it's just genuine fun so when I started reading this book and I came across this part of the rec recreation piece of 
in the pursuit of achieving quote-unquote work-life balance or harmony let's say harmony (laughs) um she talks about the recreation piece and i'm like yes this is so important this is so important when you're trying to achieve this this balance this harmony because you can't have one without the other and you need to know how to take those breaks because man like they're like i look back and when i was working like 15 hour days and like just at my computer and like working through my lunch and like that was the life i like that was how i worked that was like my habit um i'm just like oh man girl take a break like if you took a break you could have gone could have solved that problem quicker than thinking like oh if i just squeeze out 10 extra more minutes like it's gonna benefit me in some way no like breaks are self-care breaks are (laughs) self-love it is important to take your lunch break to stay hydrated to fuel your body to have a mindless break and go scroll for five minutes or reply to your group chat of uh, friends who are having a chaotic energy whatever conversation like breaks are important breaks allow for creativity (laughs) anyways the four (laughs) i keep like digressing with these random side quests little tidbits this literally has been my 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 thought process all day anyways the four like categories that are the four recreation categories that are broken down into this book that tina breaks down are and i'll dive a bit more into them but they are breaks play vacation and sabbatical now out of these four i've taken i have not taken sabbatical so i really can't speak to that but i mean what i know of it it's an extended period away if that's for medical or mental health whatever it might be um that's that so i'm not gonna talk about that because i literally like i guess i left canada for a year and a half and it wasn't really a sabbatical like again i was working i was traveling i was doing living life i was living out of a backpack and i was broke but it was glorious um, but I have learned what a, the difference between a break, play, and vacation are. So let's kind of, let's dive into that. So breaks. They're a short pause or a recess. Like think about when you were in elementary school, like the school system was on to something. <laughs> I mean, also the school, like the breaks were there for the teachers as much as they were there for us. But like, remember like getting to school and being like, hey, at first recess, we're gonna, we're gonna meet at the playground. We're gonna do this because we're, we have some like, kickball battle going on like it was you fucking looked forward to the recess you looked forward to first recess lunch recess and afternoon recess like elite things happen worlds changed dances were choreographed nuts (laughs) but like it's still important as an adult to incorporate breaks now i'm not like I'm not going to talk about smoke breaks because smoker, like, I have worked with a bunch of smokers and it feels like sometimes they're gone every 10 minutes, but that's, <laughs> that's a whole other story. I don't smoke, so I don't really, I don't do that, but my, like, work besties, <laughs> they smoke, and so sometimes I would just go out with them, but I would just, like, stand there being like, <laughs> gross, can't anyways, but we're going to keep spilling the tea over here. <laughs> but... It's important to take your lunch break. It's important to take five minutes to yourself if it's deep breathing or just doing something kind of completely mindless where you are not thinking. You are you are pausing the work that you are doing to do something else to give you a break. It'll just allow you to collect your thoughts, do a few deep breaths, go for a five minute walk, go grab yourself a Starbs. I don't care. Just take a bloody break. All right. Now the other recreation piece is play. So 
play she be, she worded it as unstructured activity and i really like that because play can be whatever you want it to be if it is a hobby that you have like say it's rock climbing biking arts crafts i guess those are really the same thing but like you know for me it's yoga hot girl walks i love taking my dog for walks i love it when me alex and oliver we all go for walks like that's fun to me um other ways to incorporate play is trying something new like let's say there was I don't know, for me, I've always wanted to like try a dance class, like a hip hop dance class. I haven't signed up yet. So like, trust me when I say this, I have tried things, new things before, but like right now in my season where I'm at, I want to try something new again. So, but speaking from experience, like um, there was a year ago, two years ago, I tried a new fitness class with a friend and it was called Peak and it was like a, a versa climber like it was a hit fitness class and it was great like i had so much fun like i had so much fun to the point where like i'd go with that friend i would bring alex which it was funny watching alex go on this because he was like as tall as the machine and <laughs> um but it was just like it was like a it's a fun fitness class but it was challenging and new and like i still go to it and uh, i still enjoy it but not i don't go as much because i'm like going to the gym but it was that was fun anyways i digressed again but play it can be whatever you want it to be as long as it's not work like it's you're just doing it for the literal enjoyment of it because it feels good it grounds you it's the thing that you look forward to that's play <laughs> now the next one the one that i can talk about is vacation like i said earlier in my early to mid 20s i didn't understand what it meant to took a to take a vacation like i remember my first like extended period of time away from work I went to the Maldives for a month this was actually like my first trip out of Canada or like big trip out of Canada before that I went to New York that was it and I was in like high school so I was like 22 23 and I went to the Maldives and I actually went on a volunteering program so I really was kind of like semi working but also semi vacationing like I was living with a host family I wasn't on any resorts I was in like the thick of the Maldives. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful experience. I will forever love it and cherish it. Um, but that was like the first time that I like took a long time away from work. But like leading up to that, like I remember I was working until like the day before I left so that I could have enough money on this trip. And then like the I remember like getting back to Canada because I flew out of Saskatoon. This was when I was living in Edmonton, but I flew out of Saskatoon so I could spend time with family before and after. And I remember getting back to Saskatoon and I wanted to have like a couple of days in Saskatoon before I headed back to Edmonton. And I remember getting a call from my boss and he's like, oh, can you come back to work early? And I was like, yeah, fuck, I need the money. So like, I, I like I just left and went right back into work. Like, ugh, it was giving me the, the ick right now. Um, But like, and that was like my first big vacation and it was great. There was lots of relaxation, but I didn't like nothing like looking back at that there was no intentionality behind it like there was no like I'm gonna sit on the beach and like have a margarita like well while I was living they didn't have alcohol but you know like it was just like I went there with a purpose and I went there to work ish still um and then from that I didn't really take any other vacations like I said I would just go on like random weekend getaways which were great I'll never like be upset with myself but I never took a break and really like I remember it was last summer 
Like I had taken vacation before that. Like when I moved into working at the hotel, I made a point to take my vacations and I had taken vacations. Like I would take like a week here or there. I would take like maybe an extended long weekend here or there. But when I, there was last summer, I took two and a half weeks off, but I had zero plans. Like I, the only thing that I wanted to do last summer was go camping. Like, and if that was for three or four days and Alex and I and Oliver, we ended up going camping and it was like the best experience of my life <laughs> or the best camping trip of my life. <laughs> we had such a great time. But this two and a half weeks of not having anything planned where if I wanted to go to a 2 p.m. yoga class on a Tuesday, I absolutely could. I did not check my work emails. I did not take any phone calls from work. I fully checked out for those two weeks. But leading up to that vacation, I had set my team up so that they were able to function without me. Like they had everything that they needed. And, you know, like, and I trusted that they would be able to execute and like manage while I'm away. Um, and like, I would check in with them of like, just, hey, how are things going? But not in like, we wouldn't do a deep dive. They very much respected that boundary of like, I don't really want to talk about work. I'm generally just saying, how are you? Like, how was your day today? <laughs> um, but when I came back, I wasn't bombarded. I mean, I was bombarded with emails, but like on a workload, I was able to ease back into it. And I felt so fucking refreshed coming back after that vacation. And that's when it clicked for me. I was like, that's what a vacation is. That's what it does for you. <laughs> this is marvelous. Everyone needs to take a vacation. Now, like I, I understand I was in a, a position where I was fortunate enough that I had, well, I actually had a lot of vacation time banked up and I worked really hard to make sure that my department was set up so that I could walk away guilt-free because like in the, well, the year or two before that, I didn't really take vacations because it was all the freaking pandemic times. But like the first year of me working at the hotel, I did take a vacation, but I was very much still connected to work. Like I took my laptop, I had my work cell phone, I was answering emails and like wake up in the morning and be like, okay, for an hour, I'm just going to check work emails. And like, yeah, great. But man, it felt so good. So good to disconnect. <laughs> um, I feel like I talk about that a lot. The power, like just the fact of like sheer, just leave work at work. And especially if you're going on vacation, if you're going to Mexico, like, man, I do not want to be checking any sort of emails if I'm laying on a beach, soaking up the sun, reading a good book, can dump, dip into the ocean whenever I feel like it, like, fuck the work emails. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, the fourth one, like I said, is sabbatical, which I can't really talk about, but it is an extended period of time away. So that is kind of the episode that I had planned for you today. But I think this is a great segue into kind of talking about what I've been like concocting and brewing up. Um, so I've been, I've had a lot of inspiration come my way. A lot of things that I, a lot of fun things that I want to pour into you. And um, yeah, and I want to kick that off with like, offering like a, well, I am not offering like a, offering a free training, um, where we're going to connect over zoom. We'll hang out for an hour to an hour and a half. I haven't announced the date fully yet, just cause I need to make sure it's going to work out with my new work schedule. But what it is, is, um, I can tell you, yes, I'll tell you the title. It's called harmony in action, a guide to balancing work and personal life. I love talking about this stuff so much. And it's not that because I think I mastered it in any way, but I've definitely come up with great tools, great ways to support 
um, myself to um, allow myself to be fully present, to tackle my goals, to kind of just create a life that actually feels really good for me because I am an ambitious girly. Like I want to do well in my job. And I, I also like, I have a really strong, like I know I have a strong work ethic and I, I know I meant for big things, you know? Um, and no matter where I go, what job I'm doing, I want to make sure that I'm doing that job well, which can hurt me because I want to put my all into that. And then I, there's nothing in the tank left for me at the end of the day. So that's where I kind of my, a few years ago, that's where I got fed up where I was like, I want time for myself. I want to be able to take the energy that I put into work and put it into myself so that I can have the best, best of both worlds. So that when I'm at work, I'm fully present doing my job, killing at my job. But when I'm home, I'm present at home. I'm being present for my myself, for my partner, for my dog. Like I need that and I need to take care of both. So how can I do that? And I've gotten very curious as how, and now I've, I've truly have come up with a framework that I want to share with you. And that's where this free training is going to come in. Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be jam packed. It's going to be so good and juicy. And I'm really, really excited. But if that, like, if that lights you up and you want more, you want to know when it's going to happen. Cause like I said, I just need to make sure it works out with my work schedule. So probably within like a week or two ish, ish. Um, but if you want to stay in the loop, DM me on Instagram, the word elevate. So my Instagram handle is at selfassured and savvy. It's really long, so I'll make sure it's in the show notes, but DM me the word elevate and I'll make sure that you're the first one to know about it when I have the date set so that you can lock it in your calendar and that we can hang out on Zoom and do all the cool, fun things together. And we can talk about this more in depth. I will also make sure that there's a Q&A piece because I want to know the problems or like I want to hear your questions because like, like, again, we'll be able to jive. We'll be able to figure things out. Um, yeah, so it's I'm really, really excited about it and I cannot wait to connect with you on there. And yeah, like I said, send me a DM, but that's all I have for you today, friend. I hope you have a great rest of your week and can't wait to be back next week. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you found this episode resonated with you or it was helpful in any way, I want to know. So take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram stories at selfassured and savvy and tell me what your biggest takeaway was or what resonated with you. I love to know and I want to cheer you on as you discover the power of self-leadership. So I can't wait to see you again here next week. Bye for now.